0: Welcome to episode 77 of Nobody Special.
1: On this episode we talk about reckless love and whether kisses should be sloppy
0: and wet. The gospel outpost presents Nobody Special. Welcome to Nobody's Special 2, maybe 3, Nobodies, talking about the somebody who matters. I'm Danny, the unauthorized tambourine player and a host of Nobody Special.
1: And I'm Caleb, you're the host of Nobody Special. This is the show where two generations of people talk about God, pop culture, politics, and everything in between, all while not taking any of
0: it too seriously. Uh, Caleb, who's yeah. this guy in the middle? I have no idea. Hey, hey everyone. We have a special guest today. His name is Pastor Captain Jake Korn. Is it Captain Pastor or Pastor Captain? I think Jake will suffice. Jake? (laughs) Sure thing, Reverend. Uh, We'll go for that. No. Uh, Jake is the executive pastor at Switzerland. Or at uh, the church, I'm actually. I talked about it a couple episodes ago. I'm the children's pastor. It's my boss now. So if I screw Uh-oh. this up, it's yeah. all over for me. And um, no, I'm. I'm. A, a thanks for coming out. This is a. It's kind of a new format for us. It's a new thing. Kind of enjoying it. But um, yep. I know that a big part is there's a bunch of experience in worship, and there are some questions that our, our show got asked that I just don't have strong opinions on and needed someone who did but Mm -hmm. no tell Mm -hmm. us a, a bit about jake you know tell us who jake is and where he comes from and what he does well, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, yeah. I know it was
2: kind of conditions of your employment mm-hmm. uh, that I get to promo on your show. Absolutely, so he's just fulfilling a contract. Switzerlandcommunitychurch.org, <laughs> dot org, the best church. I'm just getting what I <laughs> yeah. want out of the deal. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, so I um, I started in worship ministry 16 years ago. Okay, uh, at that time. I started going to a tiny church when I was in college. It was a church of 25 people, um, and they, their entire worship team was one guy, and the week I came in, he was leaving, and they, <laughs> they, they said, hey, if you guys You're want in, yeah. worship next week, you need to do it, because there's no yeah. other option. Wow. So I knew three guitar chords. Perfect. That's, <laughs>
0: <yeah>. Nailed it.
2: <laughs> yep. And I was a, I was a baby, baby, uh-huh. baby Christian. Um, right. And I said, hey, I got to jump in because that's what they need. So cool. that's where ministry started for me. Yeah. And I've led worship uh, in the Army and in deployed context, so mm-hmm. at chapel in Iraq. And uh, nice. I've led worship at giant churches, and so now I'm the executive pastor of this church, which is kind of the the running the staff, the ministry architecture, but I also do all the worship stuff.
0: Wow. So, so, yeah.
1: That's
0: cool. Awesome. So, uh, Jake and I also attended the same school together, that's how I got to know Jake, Um, and a question I tend to ask everybody who's gone through any kind of MDiv program is, Jake, uh, which class did you first cry through? Mine was Greek, and then every course after that. Like, the, I think the hardest one mm-hmm. for me was when the
2: the middle course between basic Greek and mm-hmm. exegesis, which was what was that called? It was interpreting like, the New inter- Testament. Interpreting the yeah. New yeah. Testament. Yeah. And uh, so I wrote our you know our first paper, first exegesis paper, and I mixed up the pseudopigrapha and the deuterocanonicals, and I called them the wrong one. Uh. Which was very embarrassing. Then you drop out and change schools. And so I was just full of shame. Mm-hmm. I thought I was making such good points, but I made just like. <laughs> It probably doesn't seem embarrassing if you don't know what those two things are, Mm -hmm. but for me, I just couldn't show my
0: face again. No, I'll shame you after. Don't worry about that. (laughs) So that's where they kind of like –
2: that class, Right. like they build you up through basic Greek, right? Like, oh, I can do this. I have the building blocks. Mm -hmm. And then they just like break your knees Mm -hmm. with a baseball bat saying, no, you don't know anything. Right. Get
0: back down in the dust, worm. Wow. (laughs) I had that problem in classes that I turned in a paper – that it it was 30 pages. I didn't actually make a point until page 27. (laughs) And I turned it, because I was done early. I don't know how I was done early. I was like, is this good? And teacher said like, yeah, no, that's a perfect paper. That's about a 95. There's a couple things i tweak, and I'm like, I don't know what I did. And I had to have her explain to me w- w- what it is I did. Is that normal? I mean, did I just back my way into a degree? That's what I'm really scared about, that I don't actually know anything. I think the point of seminary
2: is just to put you through a blender, mm-hmm. and then whatever comes out on the other side, <laughs> hopefully God can wow. use for his glory. Yeah. Right? Like, you are Real. just this pulp right. of hopefully something <laughs> right. in there is refined. Right? But you're not, like, fully formed. Mm-hmm you're just mangled pieces on the other side yeah yeah
0: so caleb i know that you're at some point maybe thinking about going down this path maybe yeah don't no (laughs) don't do it i'm sorry i feel very Um,
1: underqualified here because i have two seminary graduates and i know nothing compared to you guys. Meh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I know Yeah, I mean
0: like every seminary is... graduate I know would probably answer like, nah, I think you made the smart choice. Yep. That's intimidating. I have cause... student like I have student debt. How much student debt do you have? None. Nah. There you go. Yeah, man. Smarter choice. Yeah. I'd trade with
2: you in a second. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's uh I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna if you hear me saying quieter this episode, you know
0: why. <laughs> nah, jump on in, man. It's all about <laughs> oh, yeah. it, so no, cool. the the student debt part—that was the part that got uh, me because they, I, I got my payment schedule off, and they called and said, "Hi, Mr. Burton, do you plan on paying this?" And I was like, "Oh, it's a question." No, I like <laughs> I don't. I totally cool. Thanks for calling. See yeah. you next Christmas. I don't know, but um, <laughs> so you, you know, everyone has backgrounds, and that's fine. Just yeah. chime in at any point. But um, I know there is a question though to go ahead and jump on in. Caleb, uh, this question has been Mm -hmm. in the inbox for uh, three, four months. So first of all, I'd like to apologize to Mr. Chi Chi. This was submitted back in April. April was just a crazy month. And to to be fair, he submitted at the end of April so we weren't getting to that. Um, (laughs) And then May got crazy so I was going to just kind of wait until may evened out and then it didn't june was worse and july was i don't know what happened july is a blur to me so here we are august but we did get to it congratulations mr chi chi so uh caleb yes are we gonna read this we have a question yeah we All finally right. have a question we're getting to so if he still listens
1: this is from mr chi chi this one right here right mm-hmm. okay yep. so this is a question I of, I think oftentimes people get the wrong idea. Nope, of that's what, not it. What? That's, that's that no. literally just that. <laughs> no. Wait, where is it? Okay, I see it. The one that says question. Caleb is messing up today. All right, I see it. Oh, this one. Yep. Yes. Okay. All right, from Mr. Chi-Chi. What are your opinions, I'm guessing that's opinions, on reckless
0: love? He said options. We're going to say options. options. I <laughs> have a few op- options to give you. What are the <laughs> options on reckless
1: love? <laughs> what are your options on reckless love? Sorry, the Mr. Concept Chichi. <laughs> of the and the song itself. That is we, uh,
0: we don't answer his question for 4 months and then berate him for a spelling <laughs> yeah. error that we know what it is. Welcome to nobody special. <laughs> That's <laughs> a personal Mr. Gigi. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
1: sorry, man. Oh. So That's a good one. Yeah. I mean, it's been highly debated over the past year. Yes. I don't know how, when it came out, but Mhm. Yeah.
0: People have really strong opinions on this, and I Seriously. I <laughs> I didn't answer this in May, June, or July, because as it really comes down to it, I just don't care. Um, and that's, like, I know yeah. that's not, I don't have strong enough opinions on that to want to be drawn into a conversation about that, you know? And people have yeah. tried, like, no, let's talk about it. I'm like, nah. I don't <laughs> really. Nah, I Chick-fil-A is open, and I need to... <laughs> So you could talk about it on Sunday then.
2: Maybe. Yeah, on Sunday, So
0: Just get in the car quick. But um, all right. So, so Jake, as a, a worship pastor, someone that has experience in this kind of thing, is God's love reckless?
2: Okay. So let me preface by saying I, I'm also a Calvinist. So if my shirt mm-hmm. is any indication for you, oh, yeah. right? Um, and so the reformed world has one very strong opinion of this Mm
0: -hmm. i would
2: say incredibly strong (laughs) right and then like the overall general worship pastor world has the opposite opinion of this Mm -hmm. um so like the 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 question is is god reckless Mm -hmm. can we sing it right Right? Mm -hmm. is that a true statement um i find that the people who are asking that question are, are wanting to accomplish the same thing, right? Which mm-hmm. is, right worship of God, how do we conceive of our songs rightly? Right. But when they retreat to their two different camps on the subject, I don't think they're really being consistent in their hermeneutic method, mm-hmm. um, charitable toward their brothers, right? And, no. and I don't think that God is being glorified in the way the question is being asked. So, right. so let me... So, Here's the thing. Is God reckless? If, if, if we were to like, narrow down, squish down the concept to that one question, well, the right. answer is no, right? Yeah. right, yeah. But then I would say neither is Jesus a door, neither is God a rock. But the Bible uses descriptors mm-hmm. right, that are not precisely accurate in mm-hmm. order to convey meaning. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, sometimes they're they're not very articulate descriptors, but they're describing something specific about God, and sometimes the specific uh, human experience in response to God. Right. Right. Um, so if you if you listen to Corey Asbury, he's the writer. Listen to mm-hmm. his story about why he wrote the the song the way he did. He'll tell you that he was specifically remembering when he first came to God, right? Mm-hmm. A, a baby Christian or a, a brand new convert looking up at the greatness of God, maybe not understanding the Bible in its entirety, right? Mm-hmm. P- Peter mm-hmm. tells us, hey, you're on spiritual milk. You need to move to spiritual meat, right? which gives us this idea that there's a continuum of growth, right, in your understanding of the Bible. Right. And he says, I looked at God and looked at myself and said, God, why on earth would you save me? Mm-hmm. So, so this... Song is based off of the parable of the lost sheep, right? Mm -hmm. Right. The the 99 and 1. And what Jesus is doing in Luke 15 is he's specifically saying, if a human shepherd left the 99 to grab the Mm 1, you would think that is?
0: Reckless. Reckless, (laughs) right. You
2: you would say to that human shepherd, that's reckless. Right, absolutely. You should not do that. Um, but God, right, being full of love, rich in mercy, mm-hmm. He will do this for you, and it's not reckless. But right, it, but for the sheep, it seems reckless.
0: Absolutely, and I think it's it's partially. I know Caleb and I have talked about this a, a bit too. It's it's a perspective question too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if if I am trying to do you know open heart kind of surgery on a person, all right, that actually is. Reckless. If Mm -hmm. a doctor does it, it's acceptable, even though there's some, you know, challenge in that. Um, I'm, I'm assuming it's hard. I don't know, but I'm okay if a doctor does it because they are more caring and better than I am. Mm -hmm. Um, God can do that because God's like, no, I'm good. Like, I got it. (laughs) Now we good. Yeah, it's part of His plan. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Like, what the Calvinists are worried about is that very inarticulate thing Stephen Furtick said, which was God broke the law for love. Well, he didn't. God, oh my did, gosh, God yeah. did not break the I law. I forgot he said <laughs> right, that. Right. It was so bad. God did not break the law and neither did he risk anything mm-hmm. in in saving his sheep. Right. Yeah. But the human perspective in that time is <clears throat> what God did didn't make any sense when it comes to me. And the song... You you have to admit, it is ministering to people. Right. What it's saying is a true thing about the human experience. So Mm -hmm. the Calvinist goes, well, we should not sing songs about the human experience. Am I? Right, we've heard this, right? Yeah. Every song should be Christocentric and right. have a perfect view. It should. Every song should describe penal substitutionary atonement, right, in its exact detail.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, right? like, the penal substitution. <laughs> it's catchy. It works, yeah. right? But, but there's this like, there's this this holdover ideal in in reformed worship, and I think.
0: Uh-huh.
2: worship that is advanced or mature Mm -hmm. right must always be precisely about christ Mm -hmm. precisely you know accurate Mm -hmm. of the eternal reality of christ um which is a great ideal right absolutely there are a couple problems with that one the bible doesn't give us a picture of worship that is devoid of the human context right yeah there are plenty of psalms that are written from a human perspective david right. asks where are you god how long will you hide your face from me mm-hmm. god that's that's entirely from david's yeah. perspective experiencing god yeah and
0: right? in, in in calvinist perspective they they'd have to cut that out and that's dangerous to start to correct. cut stuff out of the bible correct the yeah. song generally frowned upon the songbook of god's
2: people right. has psalms another thing Calvinist worship really talks about a lot as well. You know, the song needs to be God-centric. Mm-hmm. Don't sing, there's that Hillsong song, Who You Say I Am, right? Well, the song shouldn't be I about that you. That's a great song. It's <laughs> yeah, a right. good jam. We play it at our <laughs> church. They say, well, the song shouldn't be about you. The song should be about God. Again? There are psalms, mm-hmm. a number of psalms, where over 75% of the pronouns used are me and I, right. my experience of God. So there's, there's plenty of biblical warrant to say our worship songs should be the outpouring of, of a redeemed heart, mm-hmm. right, through the context of what I'm going through, right. singing to God. Think about David or the, the post-exilic psalms talking about, hey, God, please come kill my enemies. Please rip off their lips and kill their babies. That's that's Psalms, right? <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> that, that, we call, I have a
0: daughter. <laughs> that one's so,
2: that so, one's getting prayed over. <laughs> so this is acceptable worship, right? Yeah. Right. This is acceptable worship. This is inspired worship. Mm-hmm. Um, so reckless love is using an inarticulate metaphor, which mm-hmm. the Bible uses to describe a a slice of a Christian life, which mm-hmm. is that right. beginning conversion experience, right. Mm-hmm. It reminds the soul of what God did for me. I've I've been saved for, I don't know, a long time. Uh, I could do the math, but I'm terrible at math, right? I've been walking with the Lord (laughs) for a bit, for a minute, you know. Um, um, And that song reminds me of the time when God revealed Himself to me for the first time, and it ministers to my faith. Paul in Ephesians, right, says, "Remember that you were dead in your trespasses, because now God has made you alive, Mm -hmm. and and because He's rich
0: in mercy." Right. That song helps me Mm -hmm. remember. Absolutely, but I think part part of the the Critique, I think, of this is that um, it gets problematic if they're trying to say God is, you know, complete, or you know, God does that kind of stuff. That God is um, gambling, I guess, is is kind of the mentality that people are scared of of yeah. saying, you know, God is gambling on those ninety nine to go get the one, and and to say God is gambling implies that there is this aspect of chance right. mm-hmm. and a and God isn't 100% sovereign. Yeah. Um, and and I think that's the problematic aspect that people are probably scared of is the people taking this instead of um, as, as the outpouring of of the fear of a man and applying it to, no, God is reckless. Well, God's not, though. That's the thing. So I think that's kind of the, the, yeah. the caution of that.
1: Another term, like, or another thing is... People don't often apply it to. I mean, God is love, right? But mm-hmm. God, love yeah. is also an attribute of God. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it's talking about God's love specifically, mm-hmm. and it never says that God is specifically reckless. And that's something that is another perspective on this. Is like, do you do you guys think, you know, it because God's love flows out of Him, mm-hmm. and the definition of reckless is what without thinking, um, yeah, without some, regard for yeah, for right. oneself, right? Um, and so, like, I would say, I mean, talking about God's love specifically, and also this is kind of, I understand it gets a bit tricky because He is love. But do you think that His love flows out without thinking because He is love and it just goes out? Is that a good term to describe?
2: Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that, and yeah. I, and, okay. and I, I'm not even arguing for the fact that reckless is the best descriptor of God's love, mm-hmm. right? I'm a Calvinist. God has an eternal decree. Mm -hmm. He has chosen his plan from the laying of the foundations of the earth. He's going to save everyone he intends to save, right? Um, But that's not what the song is doing. Mm -hmm. The song... The song is referring to the time when God's love seemed reckless as a baby Christian. So a consistent hermeneutic, right, that we do when we interpret the Bible is what is the author's intent? Mm -hmm. We always filter everything we do through the Bible. What was the author's intent? Well, in the case of Corey Asbury and Reckless Love… We actually have him alive to say, ask him, right. hey, are you <laughs> yeah, trying right. to say that God is gambling? And he would say, no, absolutely yeah, no not. Way. But when I was saved, I didn't understand why God saved me. Right. That seemed reckless to That's me. That's a good
1: point. That, right. I think, helps clarify because we do, like you said, filter the Bible through everything like that because mm-hmm. it is important to know mm-hmm. the author's intentions. So, I mean, I would say it's the same for… Uh, you know worship too Mm -hmm. that's a good point I actually really haven't thought about that
0: (laughs) yeah I mean the three um, the three big questions in any biblical interpretation that I think we're going to get to Next episode from that other question that we're going to get into in a timely manner. Sorry, we missed it two weeks. Um, but is 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 the three main questions in biblical interpretation are what does it say, what does it mean, and then how do I apply it? And people right. tend to just skip to that third of oh, I'm just going to apply it. Therefore, I can go out and slaughter the children of my enemies. Like <laughs> right. no, you can't. You cannot. Do, you don't. do not do that. Mm-hmm. Specifically, new covenant things changed a little bit. You know, like don't do it. Uh, but it's it's this idea of of applying that as as content and understanding. All right, this is the thing it's communicating as is understood by the perspective of the author giving it. Right,
2: and that's why I say when we have this argument. <laughs> um, they're not being consistent in their mm-hmm. hermeneutic, and they're not right. being charitable toward a brother in Christ. Right, right. This man wrote this song. Um, is it the way I would have phrased it? No, I probably mm-hmm. would have named it "The Steadfast Love of God." Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. It fits in the rhyme and the rhythm, and it's way right. more biblically centered. Right. But this is the way that this guy's heart was mm-hmm. expressing right. a, a true thing about God, right. a true experience about God. Yeah. And we just immediately move to the place where we just dump on this guy's head for, you know, how inarticulate mm-hmm. it is. And art doesn't right. work that way. Biblical art especially doesn't work that way. No. And I don't think anybody who's really critiquing this song is really filtering it through a cohesive biblical theology, especially in Hebrew, mm-hmm. of worship. We filter these things through the Reformation Period. I mean, that is where all of this comes from. It's that that uh, Scottish Presbyterian Puritan regulative principle of worship. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. the standard that we're holding this song up to. It's not biblical Hebrew and, and right. Old right. Testament worship.
0: Right. So. So then, the other question is: as Long as all of us are handling the debates, is um, <laughs> is, is 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 the kiss unforeseen, yeah. sloppy, or passionate?
2: Uh, sloppy wet and unforeseen are both acceptable.
0: Unforeseen, <laughs> man. I don't know about that one. There's something about s- a guy just sneaking up behind us and then, like, like ah, so, wow, hold on. I think you like, might
2: be taking it too far. I don't
0: know, it's unforeseen. <laughs> I, think I it's, couldn't have foreseen this happening. I think it's the, the context of your
2: pleasant <laughs> surprise when somebody who you want to kiss you kisses you.
0: I, I think that's the context that they're going for. Again, I think that's the assumption I'm missing. Hold on, artistic I can't metaphors. I can think of someone that I'd be okay. Like surprise kiss is a like, get off. Uh, Why are you doing this? Artistic metaphors uh-huh. tend to be right. sloppy and reckless. Isn't it passionate though? Can't we say passionate kiss? I hate that one. So, I do too. So much. I really do. I just want to stir the Not pot for
1: any particular reason. Right. I just. I'm a fan of sloppy wet. I, <laughs> the the
2: songs author <laughs> has that. has what? specifically promoted both uh-huh. unforeseen and sloppy wet. He has come out and said because he owns the rights to the song, it's right. a licensing issue right. now. You can use either of these, and it's okay. Um, Corey Asbury has said, "No, you will not sing my song with perfect or steadfast. Mm-hmm. I wrote it reckless, and yeah. the the author's mm-hmm. rights to the licensing of the song do come into play."
0: Right.
1: Yeah, that's interesting.
2: I also I don't sing sloppy wet when I do it.
0: It's it's the slo. I don't know. Both of those terms individually are a bummer. Sure. Um, Together, it's an exponential.
1: I enjoy sloppy wet because I see it as like embracing. You know, Mm -hmm. it's very a passionate embrace. um, And I
0: I think about I think
2: about my dog with Mm -hmm. sloppy wet, which is definitely not where he's going. Right. But that's what I think about.
0: Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and oftentimes the dog's kiss for me is also unforeseen. Oh. Um, she will, uh, she actually, anytime she has to go out, she'll come and just lick my face and walk away so I can't even tell her to go away because she's already doing it. Like, I, I can't even be mad at you. I don't know how to do this. And then you smell so, like kibble. Yeah. Gross. Yeah, and <laughs> other things. So, so it's, all right, so it's it's either sloppy or unforeseen. I don't know. The whole term is just a bummer to me.
1: So I don't just, sing the yeah.
0: song. Move on. <laughs> but I, I'm but I'm I'm not going to be that kind of the sour grapes guy in a worship Like, I'm not singing this one. You know, yeah. like it's not really about me. I guess I can suck it up for that. But I yeah. think a, a
2: good congregational worship like application is mm-hmm. if that song is not ministering to you mm-hmm. and it's not like heresy. <laughs> look around your congregation. See who it is ministering to mm-hmm. and if you don't want to sing that song spend some time praying for those brothers over there you right, know like right. there is a charitable application in worship of a song that i don't dig mm-hmm. that's that's beneficial to the body uh right. and that's useful for edification uh, right instead of crossing your arms and saying no nah, i hate that song yeah that doesn't help anybody yeah
0: that's no I, yeah that's and i've seen people do that as if they're in this kind of a kind of a silent protest a la the 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 Maiden's Tale. You know, they're, like, just standing there in opposition. I'm like, I don't need – that can't be – the way to approach god and worship like i'm almost sure Mm -hmm. that is not the right way to do that so that's that's something we also adopted
2: from the puritans
0: which Mm -hmm. is this idea
2: that a stoic worship Mm -hmm. right a very uh uh, non-affect worship Mm -hmm. right is somehow evolved and somehow more mature right and that's especially prevalent in the american south um but, but that's a mm-hmm. Puritan idea. That's yeah. not biblical. The biblical, I, all the words are raise your hands, prostrate mm-hmm. yourself.
0: So. Mm-hmm. So. so bring the tambourine in. It's fine. Yeah. But your pastor doesn't mind. He told me. I mind. <laughs> I have security guards who so check for tambourines at the door. Pat them down like, what is this? Streamers, <laughs> yep. get this out of here. We don't have a dance team. That's because so. Paul wants worship to
2: be orderly as well. <laughs>
0: Have you ever been to church? Someone actually pulled out something, yes. and you're like, "Yeah, yeah." So I was it's raised. Weird. <laughs> I, I'm
2: a am a really Calvinist weird. now, uh-huh. but I was raised in charismatic churches, yeah. so mm-hmm. I am very used to streamers, and yeah. tambourines, right. And I've seen the two, you know, sides right. of the swinging
1: pendulum, right. About the the paintings on stage. Oh so yeah. Really come. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely
2: yeah. been yeah. a
0: party to those. <laughs> yeah. Oh oh, that they're drawing them on cool. stage. Cool. Mm-hmm. No, it's I'm not gonna it's gonna cool if they're asked to come, but if if Right. You know, Joe just comes up and is like, Sets up his easel. "I'm gonna just set up some easels here and start painting." Are we good? Right. You know, and then he paints Jesus upside down and turns it, and everybody's amazed. It's like, sure, yeah. all right. I need- could have
2: watched that on Facebook. Do yeah. I need okay. that in a congregational? Worship? Yeah, right. probably yeah. not.
0: So as as far as that goes, then I mean, the goal of worship, I guess, as as far as that goes. I mean, because I can pick on all the extreme cases of. I need to go get that banner and walk it around the city. That's the one that gets me every time is they'll get a banner. No one asks them to do it, and they'll just, like, start flying it. That's the one I'm like, what's going on, man? Um, yeah. Are you good? But uh, So the goal of worship, though, to just kind of break it down to people that are trying to get into it. Because I know in a cultural context, it's almost as if um, – Worship didn't occur until I have the fuzzies inside that says the Holy Spirit is there. And frankly, I don't think that's biblical good or accurate. Um, So what is the point of worship? If I can break that question down as simple as I can. So
2: if you pull back a biblical theology of worship, worship across Mm -hmm. the whole text, right? Mm -hmm. What is going to occur in the 80 years of your life on earth Right? is gonna be minuscule compared to 40,000, 90,000 years into eternity. Mm -hmm. Um, Eternal worship uh, will be, I think, the very few pictures we get, I think of Revelation 5 specifically, us around the throne praising who is worthy, the lamb is worthy, right? that will be worship in its purest and best form, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of always our ideal of worship, which mm-hmm. is to God. But at that point, the the difficulty of the human context will be over. right? Now, Paul tells us in Ephesians 5, right, to sing to one another mm-hmm. psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. And so that then gives us this idea that there's a horizontal measure of worship wherein mm-hmm. – your heart as it's overflowing with what God has has put in you is ministering to a brother or a sister who's going through a difficult time that we are doing theology together uh, and and also where the proclamation of the gospel interacts with your human life and the difficulty of walking through earth, that's the point where we come together as a body and edify one another through through song. So on earth, in our time here, there's Mm -hmm. that aspect of worship. And then there is the forward-moving piece of worship, which is God's mission being accomplished on the earth. So uh, I think of the Battle of Jericho, mm-hmm. right? Worship being used to to uh, proclaim to the rebel enemy who is opposed to God, mm-hmm. God is coming. Mm-hmm. And then,
0: hey guys,
2: here we are. Uh, <laughs> What's and, up? <laughs> and that's, that's echoed yeah. in, in uh, Acts 16 when Paul and Silas are in prison, right? They start singing and praying. The earthquake comes and uh, the, the shackles are broken off of them. But then the jailer hears their worship and sees that they're right. they're missional. They don't run away as right. soon as their shackles are undone. Yeah. And the jailer is becomes repentant and, and turns to God and is mm-hmm. saved. So that's I think there is on earth a third dynamic of worship that is accomplishing God's mission. Too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and they're in that order. I think the horizontal the, the mm-hmm. vertical is first the most mm-hmm. important. Then there's the edification of the body and, mm-hmm. and the last one. Right? Okay.
0: So I've I've always tend to kind of think of it as giving glory to God but in doing that it expands out out of that point. It's it's kind of, you right. know, a bomb blast. Yeah. If if I'm giving glory to God, then I'm bridging a gap between heaven and earth and that does have an effect that expands out through all that. Is kind of how I've understood that. Is that yeah, fair I, or heresy? I would
2: completely agree with
0: that. So I think of it
2: in terms of like you're a, you're a little Teacup and mm-hmm. and you know God is pouring His goodness mm-hmm. into you, right. and eventually that bubbles up to the top and overflows, right. and other people's teacups come underneath. Um, I do want to take take the point to say, worship is not just music. Either, yes, right. Absolutely. It's your sort of reasonable service right. in, in Romans twelve. It is your lifestyle. The proclamation of the gospel is worship. The giving to the needy is worship. Mm-hmm. Um, but but also congregational music is a key aspect of it that we absolutely can't right. So yeah.
1: people typically i've seen them try to separate the wor- words uh praise and worship like yeah. do you think those belong separate what do you think their correlation is with each other
0: and he's accusing me because i do that just because some other things have you know as 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 a worship pastor gets up and says and now to close out this time of worship i'm like don't do that yeah at what point should the worship stop No, you know close out the time of praise like and again, don't even really do that. But. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so
2: it's English shorthand, right? Yeah. In in American churchianity that worship means music, um, and and I don't think there's anything wrong with that if the teaching that you're under uh, at the church also expands mm-hmm. worship beyond that. Okay. It, it is a shorthand. Brilliant. So to say, oh, he's a worship pastor, and his whole job is music, that is that is squashing mm-hmm. down.
0: Music, but that, that, or a worship album. I mean, that's kind of the yeah. point. I'm, I'm of sure. like, no, that's just music. That's it's an album. I paid money for it. Like, it's an album. We're, we're really in. I'm splitting hairs. We're
2: really in translation <laughs> territory, yeah. though,
0: right? Because the
2: the biblical mandate is there's like 17 words mm-hmm. through the Hebrew and the Greek that are used for worship. Right. So we're squishing them down to one or two praise and worship. Right. right. So if you want to get super picky about it well then should we have 19 words that that mean specifically different things or can yeah, we yeah. as a <laughs> can we as a culture have a shorthand mm-hmm. um that that makes sense with with good teaching behind it right so it, it praise and worship isn't specific enough um but i wouldn't and i've seen people say the praise part is the part that means music okay well that's it's not a biblical
0: word. That's an English word. Mm-hmm.
2: That's not actually accurate. If, right. if you want to split hairs down to and, that
0: level. And our, our study of scripture should also be praise. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. yeah. So a thousand mm-hmm. percent. That's right. true. So you really have to teach the
2: person, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and teach the congregation and look at the whole breadth of what their that congregation's teaching on worship is is if it's deficient uh the shorthand might not be useful for them you might need Mm -hmm. to be more specific i probably wouldn't really favor the term worship pastor for a person who does music ministry i Mm -hmm. think music pastor is probably fine i know all my calvinist friends you're all cringing right now anyway with me saying oh there shouldn't be a music pastor there's only pastor i get it (laughs) um Pastor, comma, music, but but words, <laughs> words mean things, right? Yes, and, and absolutely. The, the English is already packed with some meaning that we've brought to the table. Right. That the Hebrew terms or the Greek terms. Mm-hmm maybe get left out of that equation. And so uh, a good pastor shepherds the congregation through these translation issues. Every translator makes choices, right? Right, Right. yeah. You are making an interpretive choice, and it should be based off of the understanding of the context of your reader
0: or your hearer. Right, yeah. so the kisses can be sloppy, but the teaching can't. Yeah. Okay. A hundred percent. Alright, that's <agree>. where we're <laughs> <There you laughs> the <go>. worst <laughs> summation ever. Uh, that so, should be the title of the episode. The kisses can be <laughs> cool. sloppy wet teaching. <laughs> sloppy wet teaching. Oh gosh. Caleb say something catchy. That's a good idea. Just really drive this home. Drive sloppy this home. wet Uh oh. I'll remember it. Wet teaching. That's <laughs> yeah. not even close. So um no, that's the that's important stuff to keep in mind, but I do agree that, um, I mean, the whole book of Psalms, those are all songs, so there is this important aspect of proper understanding of God and and the outpouring of the soul, mm-hmm. um, and that's important, and that... Uh, leads me to our final part that Uh (laughs) you are maybe the most excited about i uh i think it was the grand philosophers from the show south park who stated that if a person is trying to fake their way into a christian band just take 80s love songs and um take out the term baby and put in jesus
2: um (laughs) it's sad how true that is yeah
0: (laughs) like that was the i saw that episode and I was like, I'm upset. I don't have a refute, though, so I don't really know what to do with that. Um, so, uh, and according to that, I have a special quiz I've prepared. It's um, it's it's a this or that quiz. So, the following quotes are either going to be the Song of Solomon as told by Eugene Peterson in the Message Bible, rest in peace, um, or... 80s love ballads. So, um, if Song of Solomon yeah. ever talked about dating a girl half his age, it would easily be able to be mistaken for anything by Sting and the police. Um, wow! If I'm lying, I'm dying. That's, like, I just <laughs> true. Like, <laughs> oh, didn't he do? You better run, girl. You're much too young, girl. Mm-hmm. No one, like, no one in the band said, like, hey, S- Sting how are we talking here like, <laughs> 17 13 where are we at sting buddy are you good you know Gosh. no one stopped so um so you know let's get into it uh this i may have a gift card that i forgot to bring i'll bring it to you if you win i'll probably bring it to you if you lose too because okay. you uh that's great donated time and your beautiful bride no, is no at mercy. home no yeah no, you man. already got the <laughs> job yeah. man you don't need to <laughs> no. me anymore. That's okay. <laughs> So I'll start. I'll start off easy, and then Caleb, you are gonna have to read some of these because I can't. Um, I want to know what love is, and I want you to show me. Is that an eighties? 80s- Love ballad or the song of Solomon as told by Eugene Peterson. That's a softball. That's an 80s love that's, ballad. Yes, that's by the foreigner. I want to know what love is. And if I Gosh. say anymore, <laughs> we we're going to get. One of these? No. no. Those <laughs>
2: specifically would make decent worship lyrics, mm-hmm. though. I would yep. be okay with that.
0: If you do that on. Some, please.
2: I want Jesus to show me what love is. What's wrong with that?
0: Right. <laughs> I know good. what I'm doing tonight. I'm writing you a song. Like, <laughs> okay. Hey, buddy. <laughs> It's a late, it's a last minute entry for the service tomorrow. Um, Kale, okay, go ahead and take the next one. All right, wait. just the top part. Just the top part. Yeah. I need you. I
1: need you to just this for me, Danny. Okay. Because I didn't look at this beforehand.
0: All right, here I can do it. Yeah, you do the next one. I'm trying really hard not to in right. my peripheral yeah. vision see the answers. There we go. Okay, go. You go with the next one. Danny. Oh, do you need me to? Re- okay. Um, he took me home with him for a festive meal but his eyes feasted on me. That's Song of Solomon. Very, wow, that was really fast. Okay, Song of Solomon <laughs> 2.4 in the ESV v tells us this, that he brought me to the banqueting house and his banner over me is love. Uh, Caleb, do you have the next one? Alright, I think i got
1: the next one. I'm going to try not and screw this up. Mm-hmm. Alright. My life has been such a whirlwind since I saw you. I've been running around in circles in my mind, and it always seems that I'm following you. Can I continue? Uh,
0: yeah, you can stop there. Wow.
2: Uh-huh. That could go either way. Uh-huh. Just because Eugene Peterson's very fast and loose with right. the <laughs> metaphors. Right. Uh, I'm going to say that is That is a 80s song.
0: Uh, do you have a guess as to the song? No. I didn't okay. know that was part of it. Well, it's not, but it's bonus points. Also, I'm not keeping score, so, like, whatever. I don't. Uh that's correct. That's an eighties love ballad song that's Can't Fight This Feeling Anymore by REO Speedwagon. Okay, got it. Um thank you for stopping Man. there. I'm realizing <laughs> if you had said girl, yeah. which was the next I was word. I like, think no, I should stop there. That could, would have been clear <laughs> like, no, yeah, that's a 80s love ballad. I could
2: see Solomon saying that to the Shunammite woman. <laughs> yeah.
0: girl. Cause you take me to the places that alone I'd never find. Yeah. That one, yeah. Um alright, so the next one. <laughs> Oh <laughs> I can't. This is hard, man. It's hard to read them. Kiss me full on the mouth. Uh, uh, yes. For your love is better than wine. Uh, that's of Solomon. I just I want to take the time to say kiss me full on the mouth is about as gross as sloppy wet kiss for me like kiss me full on the mouth L- like ugh. listen that is a great example yeah. of these
2: worship writers where they get their warrant for for their metaphors mm-hmm. uh-huh. these guys usually aren't just pulling from thin air like they they latch on to something that they've read from the te- the text of scripture right. and they kind of bring it out with some life so it's a good yeah. example just
0: kiss me full on the mouth
2: I would not be surprised if you go back and you ask the author of that song, hey, where did you think that you should be describing God's love that way? And he would point you to that. I I, I bet that gift card that that happened.
0: Yeah. To wow. my future bride. If you're waiting for that sentence, not going to happen. <laughs> uh, hey, babe, wow. could you uh, kiss me full on the mouth? Like, mm, that's yeah. – I don't know. That's uncomfortable. But ESV has it as – let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth, because your love is better than wine. and let them be sloppy. Yes, just really real, sloppy. sloppy and unforeseen, but definitely <laughs> not passionate. Take the passion out of that one and just uh, OK, oh, the next one, um, "You stand by me. I'm forever yours faithfully.: Oh, that's an 80s song. Uh, that's faithfully by Journey, Journey. yeah. yeah here, here and here give me is. the guitar riff for bonus points. Now, now,
2: now, now, now.
0: Okay, not too much because it goes now. up on YouTube and, uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and, and and Sony UMG will yeah. take the non-revenue we get from these. So, uh, Caleb, final final thing. He's gone five out of six, which is better than we normally do. I'm, I'm either great at Bible or mm-hmm. great at 80s songs. Right. One
1: or the other. All right, am I reading all of this? No, just uh, this part. All right. All right. I was sound asleep, but in my dreams I was wide awake. Oh, listen. It's the sound of my lover knocking, calling. Let me in, dear companion, dearest friend, my dove, consummate lover. I'm soaked with the dampness of night, drenched with dew, shivering in cold. That's song of Solomon.
0: I (laughs) I really thought these would be harder. This song is Solomon Five Two, but there's a way that Hebrew grammar works. I know,
2: right? And having been a music person for so long, I also know how Western music works. Mm -hmm. And so, it it, you know, I'm looking at the the skeleton Mm -hmm. of the grammar, and
0: that's how important. I'm sorry. No, no, that's really good. These were like really hard for me. <laughs> I was just staring at them, like that's got to be. We can do a never... And I'll take a fall. No, <laughs> you're good. You're good. <laughs> no, I mean these are. Oh, um, you know, this is a joke, but there is this kind of passionate aspect to Song of Solomon that people only teach in marriage conferences and a youth camps, telling kids to not touch each other. Yes. I mean, so
2: so my, like. There are there's this worship snobbery, right, mm-hmm. that says if that worship song could be sung as a a, a love song to a human lover, mm-hmm. then then you shouldn't sing that worship song.
1: Right.
2: Again. What is the biblical warrant? Is that true? Well mm-hmm. no. Song of Solomon one thousand percent gives you biblical warrant right. to write an intimate love song mm-hmm. to God. Is there a line where it gets a little too creepy? Yeah. Not according to Song of Solomon. Well, there, there isn't a line.
0: Right? I think th- I think th- it, it, it's beyond where Song of Solomon puts it.
2: Maybe sometimes I think
0: people try and draw it before Song of Solomon. I think there is a Song point. of Solomon goes on describing it really does breasts as goats and I mean. Uh, so my
2: point is, your w- neck is like the Tower of Babel. When
0: when you come up to <laughs> a song
2: that you hate and you're you want to do this, mm-hmm. mm, that song is dumb. Sour <laughs> grapes. Do some research. <laughs> mm-hmm. Find out where the author drew that from the Bible, you know, like, check your heart, mm-hmm. and then don't assume upon their heart. Uh, yeah. uh, right. If it's theologically wrong, right? If the song says, we praise you, O God, for being three distinct persons and three distinct beings, mm-hmm. go ahead and question that song. Right. <laughs> if it's an yeah. inarticulate <laughs> metaphor, mm-hmm. they very well could be drawing from something really right.
1: specific from the Bible that you haven't read for a while. Right. right?
2: So I'm very passionate against worship snobbery. So. Yeah
1: important i feel like anytime i don't know a song i I think a good way to handle that is like just what i typically do is just listen and kind of listen to the words you know watch them on the screen and kind of Mm -hmm. you know think about what they mean and i think that's a good a good way because i don't really sing mainly because i don't know the song or the word or the way the song goes i don't really sing songs i don't know at first i think that's kind of a good way to soak it in and you know assess it uh-huh. but and then do your research <laughs> yeah but
0: yeah that's good. see, and, and I think that's important too to not just be going through things as uh, I, I am the monkey who says stuff on screen because there are some songs that are just wrong mm-hmm. they're just wrong I mean the whole uh, everyday with Jesus is sweeter than the next I'm like yeah. Tell that to the suffering persons like, "No, no, this is fine. Like it's better than yesterday." I mean, cuz people have tried to say that during times of of crisis or death and they say it's like, "No, every day's better than the next." So I know that someone yeah. wasn't dead yesterday and today they are, but today's better. Yeah. The, is it the, like, I mean,
2: I think of the song you know. the like a rose trampled on the ground, right? He thought of me above all. Mhm. That's not true. No. I, but but what you're saying, apply critical thinking, right, apply your knowledge of scripture, right, but don't always assume you have the whole Bible memorized. Right. Mm-hmm. There's a song called Take Courage that I was kind of like, mm, that's not that that uh mm-hmm. it's a it's a beautiful song, but I didn't love the chorus. The chorus is he's in the waiting, and they they repeat oh, yeah. that. I'm like, oh, okay, those are just words. Mm-hmm. Then I watch a YouTube video of the lady who wrote the song, and she's like, Yeah, it's from this story in Second Kings, where the king <laughs> is told, don't go fight that right. Battle, God's going to fight it for you. And I read it and I had to repent, right? Yeah. Like I yeah. I held animus in my heart against that writer, thought I was better than them saying, mm, I know more about the Bible than you. That's not really a biblical phrase, yeah. but here it is. She <laughs> expounded artistically from a song from second Kings, mm-hmm. right? Like I'm a seminary grad. I should know everything. I didn't remember that story. Right. And now it's a beautiful song. And I've had the opportunity to walk some other people who had worship snobby attitudes, mm-hmm. right, through, hey, have you read this story from Second Kings? It's pretty yeah. good. Look what it says about God. Now look what it says about you. So, yeah. have a charitable view of mm-hmm. your brothers and sisters in Christ right. before you
0: sure. dump on their song. Sure. Okay. yeah. Okay. So 40 minutes to answer one question we ignored Sorry. for four months. No, no. That's fine. I'm actually, <laughs> and I'm sure Mr. Chi-Chi appreciates it too, yeah. whose name, actual name is Alex, but... Um, yeah, sorry for taking 5 months to answer one simple question. Yeah. <laughs> it's so not our worst. Goes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um Caleb, if there if anybody oh sorry, any other final thoughts anyone had, I was going to land the plane. Any other final any thoughts? Any other final thoughts? Final thoughts. I don't have any. Do you? I could do this all day. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> uh favorite uh worship song. Knowing what we've all said about the term worship song, but all right, that's fine. Praise and worship. Praise and worship. And any of the other nineteen definitions we'll be using for worship.
2: I can't I really can't do that, like Mm. because they're they're just songs from so many different eras. So they say and I don't believe this, but your favorite worship style will be the one that was popular when you were saved. Uh, I don't necessarily believe that, although <laughs> I've done hand motions in a song in forever. <laughs> yeah. I will, I will just be destroyed every time uh, "Shout to the Lord" is played. For example, that was the ballad going around. When, oh my gosh! When, when I was saved, so when I said I don't, I that can't, one, I can't a, do the math of when I was that's saved. That's a journey back. Now you can do the math. Yeah. Um, I really like the hymn "There Is a Fountain." That's mm-hmm. that's one of my favorites. But then I with new songs that come out I fall in love with new songs mm-hmm. over and over again right. so I, yeah. I can't do the right.
0: favorite thing I found as far as let's see I, I enjoy Corey Asbury and all that um, there, there have been the moments because I tend to be pretty stoic in a worship that's just how that comes out every now and then I'll I'll get to that point of just like a nasty crying. You know, God's doing something in there, and I, try, I've, I've in the past tried to not sing during those. And I was just in a service at some point, thinking, no, there's just something I have to just keep pouring this out. Corey Asbury is so hard to sing when you're just weepy, nasty crying in the middle of a <laughs> <Yeah>. thousand people <laughs> like that. It was not pretty, but it it was. I'm I don't know. Singing. It's a good song, huh? <laughs> I don't know. Something I just had to keep I can't going. Sing and yeah. Cry. That's I, I, a
2: same time I yeah, I want to disclaim like mm-hmm. you don't have to there's, a, there's right. a meme on Facebook right now that says if you're not crying after worship you didn't worship right that's not true no you yeah. can be stoic yeah. in your aspect but Worship music should stir the right. affections of your heart. Absolutely. And mm-hmm. and I have no, like, stamp of approval of what that looks like for you. That mm-hmm. is a you and the spirit question. I cannot discern the hearts and intentions of men. Mm-hmm. But if worship is not stirring the affections of your heart, ask mm-hmm. some questions of yourself. Sure. Why is that? Sure. Am, am I yeah. giving myself to idols all week and faking it here on Sunday,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know? am i despising my brothers and Mm -hmm. i'm never gonna love this song like right just ask yourself why that's all i'm saying yeah absolutely
1: yeah i mean there's times where i uh i won't sing but like and it kind of distracts my brain is super i get distracted easily so it's easier for me sometimes to not sing the words Mm -hmm. but just sit there in silence and worship right like there's different ways right. and I think that you know sometimes there is pressure that everyone's seeing you know saying mm-hmm. worship yeah but I feel like as long as you're going about it your own way mm-hmm. and you're truly connecting with God mm-hmm. then you're
0: good stoic doesn't mean dispassionate right. right I think that's kind of the thing the non-stoics don't 100% get it's that because they understand if I'm not Pouring everything out You know Everything's out there Then I haven't done it Because to them That's true Yeah If they're Not at that point But I mean I've had some deep Moments of God Stirring And doing a lot of stuff In there That That Could not have been told from my face. Yeah. And at the same time, if a person had come up and tried to talk to me, I would not have been able to hear them based on everything else going on in the heart and soul of God. Just like, I'm stirring it up, but... Yeah, it's you know, stoic isn't dispassionate.
2: I, I would apply the Sermon on the Mount to mm-hmm. your worship, which is to say, it is not your external behavior mm-hmm. that we're going after; it is what is happening in your heart, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and that is the the key to what acceptable worship looks like. Is it a, an open, authentic heart
0: singing mm-hmm. the words of truth about who God is? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah, that's good. So, Mr. Chi-Chi, thank you for the question. Sorry it took us four months. We apologize for that. Caleb, if they're interested in asking us a question, where can they go?
1: You can go to thegospelopost.com slash nobody special. And if you go to the bottom of our little page there, there will be a little form that you can fill out and ask us questions or just say hello. Um, do whatever you want. And also, if you you can find us at nobody special podcasts on Facebook and Instagram.
0: How about Twitter? Nope. Nope. Because Twitter Sorry. is the worst. <laughs> And Twitter's the place everyone goes to when Facebook servers are down. Yeah. But they're only there to ask about Facebook Why? servers. <laughs> like yeah. is Facebook down for everyone else? <laughs> like yeah.
1: so. But if you DM us there, um, you know, we'll make sure to answer it. So yeah.
0: Like actually answer it in a timely actually. manner. So we apologize about that. Yeah. Uh also be sure to subscribe on iTunes, YouTube, hit the bell, whatever, smash the bell, whatever whatever. Smash the, smash the bell. I will dab for every bell smash. Reading, huh? <laughs> no, it's the whole YouTube thing. Do you know about everything going on on YouTube? No. Yeah. Okay. It's <laughs> boring. Yeah. Um. I'll tell you after. So yeah, that's uh, that's gonna do it for us today. So uh, I'm Danny. I'm Caleb. And who are you? I'm Jake. And we are nobody special. special.